Hey there, Wildcats. Yeah, that's what I called you. What a wonderful Tuesday or whenever the hell you're listening to this. And in my neck of the woods, it just so happens to be snowing. And that's pretty rad. Uh, not a fan of the slickiness, but whatever. Um, yeah, so we're on to another wonderful episode of uh, The Gospel According to Stupid. I am Johnny Wah, and here we are. We're going to rock some stuff. We're coming to the tail end of Genesis, the first of many, many books that this Bible has to offer us. And it might be pretty cool. Just throwing out there. Uh, no new emails, not really a whole lot of good things to throw at you guys. So we're going to jump right on in. Yeah, all right. So, where we left off, Joseph is doing a really good job in Egypt. I mean, really good job. Going from slave to prophet about dreams and things, and about famines and what have you, and then jumping all the way to being, like, basically ruler, but not quite ruler, but not pharaoh of Egypt. Radical. Um, so, Genesis chapter 42. Here we go. Now, when Jacob saw that there was corn in Egypt, Jacob said unto his sons, Why do you look one upon another? We've never seen corn before, sir. You feed us only grain. It's only what we got. And we eat sheep sometimes when you're not looking and not able to count the sheep. Oh, Dobby. Uh, etc. Um, and he said, Behold, I have heard that there is corn in Egypt. Get you down thither, and buy for us from thence, that we may live and not die. Apparently Jacob's about to, you know, not doing too good at the farming whole thing. Get corn, and hope things work out. All right. Okay. Huh. It just seems odd to me. He has all this land, and yet he still needs corn to make this shit work. Just throwing out there. A couple of holes in the plan. All right. Uh, and Joseph's ten brethren went down to buy corn in Egypt. All right. I can only imagine what's going to happen. Are they going to meet each other? Is there going to be some sort of reconciliation? Maybe forgiveness? Maybe he gets fed to some lions? Who knows? I'm excited. But Benjamin, Joseph's brother, Jacob, sent not with his brethren. Ah, poor Ben. For he said, lest peradventure mischief befall him. I guess Benjamin was the odd one of the group. Maybe the youngest. I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, but, you know, always good to keep one kid around and be like, just in case shit goes south. Tits up, as it were. Um, and the sons of Israel came to buy corn among those that came, for the famine was in the land of Canaan. Oh. The famine moved over from Egypt and then went over to Canaan and went, I will fuck up this land. Fun. Okay. So it's not Jacob's fault or his ten kids. Um, doing that whole thing. It's, uh, it's just that a famine just happened. There's nothing you can really do about it. You could be the best damn farmer. Famine will fuck up the things. Got it. Okay, great. We will go to, Is uh, we will go to Egypt and we will get some corn. Okay, great new plan, boss. And Joseph was the governor over the land, and he, it was that, and he, it was that sold to all the people of the land. All right. And Joseph's brethren came and bowed down themselves before him with their faces to the earth. Good. And Joseph saw his brethren, and he knew them, but made himself strange unto them, and spake roughly unto them. And he said unto them, Whence come ye? I'm going to repeat that. Whence came ye? And they said, From the land of Canaan to buy food. 
And Joseph's being a smug little bastard about this, because, you know, you sold me, you fucks. And that's kind of how that goes. And Joseph knew his brethren, but they knew him not. Funny. Funny you don't know that you sold your own brother. That's real funny. (laughs) Put him with the lions. And Joseph remembered the dreams which he dreamed of them, and said unto them, Ye are spies, to see the nakedness of the land ye are come. Uh, okay. And they said unto him, Nay, my lord, but to buy food are thy servants come. We are all one man's sons. We are true men. Thy servants are no spies. Uh. And he said unto them, I'm assuming Jacob, Nay, but to see the nakedness of the land ye are come. I'm assuming, like, Spies to see that it is a really not a great place to be right now. Right now, and they said, "Thy servants are twelve brethren, the sons of one man in the land of Canaan. And behold, the youngest is this day with our father, and one is not." Uh, I guess it makes sense because you know one is sold and one's back there. Makes sense. Uh, and Joseph said unto them, uh, "That is it. Uh, that is it. I that I spake unto you, saying, Ye are spies. Hereby ye shall be proved by the life of Pharaoh." You shall not go forth hence, except your younger brother come hither. Send one of you, and let him fetch your brother, and ye shall be kept in prison, that your words may be proved, whether there be any truth in you, or else by the life of Pharaoh, surely ye are spies. Good job, Joseph. We're making people pay. And he put them together into ward three days. And Joseph said unto them on the third day, This do and live, for I fear God. If ye be true men, let one of your brethren be bound in the house of your prison. Go ye, carry corn for the famine of your houses, but bring your youngest brother unto me. So shall your words be verified, and ye shall not die. And they did so. Ah. And they said one to another, We are verily guilty concerning our brother, in that we saw the anguish of his soul when he besought us, and we would not hear. Therefore is this distress come upon us. And Reuben answered them, saying, Spake I not unto you, saying, Do not sin against the child, and ye would not hear. Therefore, behold, also his blood is required. Oh, boy. Man, he's just, I have altered the deal. Pray I do not alter it any further. Yeah, bring it on, man. Joseph is just laying this shit on, I guess. Uh, and they knew not that Joseph understood them, for he spake unto them by an interpreter. Uh, making it even more kind of, like, interesting. And turned himself about from them, and wept, and returned to them again, and communed with them, and took from them Simeon, and bound him before their eyes. Ooh. Then Joseph commanded to fill their sacks with corn, and to restore every man's money into his sack, and to give them provision for the way. And thus he did he unto them. All right. And they lay, ladded, laded, and they ladded their asses with the corn and departed thence. And as one of them opened his sack to give his ass provender <laughs> in the inn, he espied his money, for behold, it was in the sack's mouth. The bag, right? Not the... <laughs> and he said unto his brethren, My money is restored, and lo, it is, even in my sack. And their heart failed them. And they were afraid, saying one to another, What is this that God hath done unto us? And they came unto Jacob, their father, unto the land of Canaan, 
and told him all that befell unto them, saying, The man who is the Lord of the land spake roughly to us, and took us for spies of the country. And we said unto him, We are true men, we are no spies. We be twelve brethren, sons of our father, one is not, and the youngest is this day with our father in the land of Canaan. And the man, the lord of the country, said unto us, Hereby shall I know that ye are true men. Leave one of your brethren here with me, and take food of your, uh, food, food for your famine for your households, and be gone. And bring your youngest brother unto me, then shall I know that ye are no spies, but that ye are true men. So will I deliver you, your brother, and you shall traffic in the land. Fun, good deal. And it came to pass, as they emptied their sacks, that, behold, every man's bundle of money was in his sack. And when both they and their father saw the bundles of money, they were afraid. I'm curious about this. Wouldn't you just get your money back from this? Or do you go into prison and they're like, well, now you have nothing. Back off. And that's kind of how it goes. Or the money that was spent on the corn uh, that they thought was, was spent is just returned straight to them, which is really handy. Um, right? Like... That's really nice. But, you know, it is something to be afraid of, like, oh, no, this could be bad. This could be real bad. And Jacob their father said unto them, me, ha me have ye bereaved of my children. Joseph is not, and Simeon is not, and ye will take Benjamin away. All these things are against me. You have, like, nine others. And Reuben spake unto his father, saying, Slay my two sons, if I bring him not to thee. Deliver him into my hand and I will bring him to thee again. I wonder now, it seems very much like they don't have a whole lot to barter. Like, uh, no one likes the Chinese checkers stat, no one likes the, the betting of this place, no one likes what I'm trying to sell, no one needs my lambs. The only thing I really have to offer is the, you know, the heads of my children. Wow. I mean, on one end, I, I viewed it as at first being very, you know, small, but then on the other end, it means that this is something that they, he is going to be fighting for. This is something that he's going to be uh, putting the most important thing, one of the mo two of the most important things, I guess, into this hand of like, I will make sure this happened. If I don't, you, I, you know, this is where I'm weighing my, my urgency and my need to finish the job, you know. And he said, My son shall not go down with you, for his brother is dead, and he is left alone. If mischief befall him by the way in which ye go, then shall ye bring down my gray hairs with sorrow to the grave. Oh, sad days. Well, we move on to chapter 43. Let's see what happens. Um, and the famine was sore in the land, and it came to pass, when they had eaten up the corn which they had brought out of Egypt, their father said unto them, Go again. Buy us a little food. Okay. And Judah spake unto him, saying, The man did solemnly protest unto us, saying, Ye shall not see my face except your brother be with you. Ah, oh, that had been nice to know before. If thou wilt send our brother with us, we will go down and buy, buy thee food. Okay. Uh, but if thou wilt not send him, we will not go down. For the man said unto us, Ye shall not see my face except your brother be with you. Didn't we just repeat? Okay. And Israel said, and this is, uh, what's his name? Uh, fucking, um, not God, uh, Jacob. Uh, Wherefore dealt ye so ill with me, as to tell the man whether ye had yet a brother? And they said, The man asked us straightly of our state and our kindred, saying, Is your father yet alive? Have ye another brother? 
And we told him, according to the tenor of these words, could we certainly know that he would say, bring your brother down? I mean, that's true. Being like, uh, we have this. And, we, you know, had, had we known, we probably would have said something different. But we didn't. We told him the honesty, you know, the whole, uh, you know, whatever. And Judah said unto, the, unto Israel his father, Send the lad with me, and we will arise and go, that we may live and die, uh, both we and thou, and also our little ones. Oh, I think. Uh, I will be surety for him, uh, for my hand shall not, uh, shalt thou require him. If I bring him not unto thee and set him before thee, let me bear the blame forever. For except we had lingered, surely now we had returned this second time. And their father Israel said unto them, If it must be so now, do this. Take the best fruits of the land in your vessels, and carry down the man a present, a little balm, the balm of Gilead, and a little honey, spices, and myrrh, nuts, and almonds. And take double money in your hand, and the money that was brought again in the mouth of your sacks. Carry it again in your hand. For adventure, it was an oversight. Okay, good idea. They're going to be trying to, like, pay over, you know, debts and things and going like, hey, you know, this happened. We're, we're willing to do this. Good people. All right. This worked out. Canaanites are okay. Take also your brother and arise. Go again unto this man. And God Almighty give you mercy before the man that he may send away your own brother. And Benjamin, if he be bereaved of my children, I am bereaved. All right. Cool. And the men took that present, and they took double money in their hand, and Benjamin, and arose up, and went to Egypt, and stood before Joseph. Psh, we're here, I brought the guy, here's the man, we're not spies, let's get the fuck out. Um, hey, all right. Uh, and when Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to the ruler of his house, Bring these men home, and slay, oh, and make ready, for these men shall dine with me at noon. Um... Huh. I'm assuming bring these men home and slay and make ready for these men shall dine with me. I mean, I'm assuming with this it means to be like, bring these men home with me, slay some goats or whatever, and make ready for a awesome meal that I will dine with them at noon. Or the sick mind in me goes, bring these men home, slay them, and make them ready that I shall dine with them at noon. I'm going to eat their fucking flesh, these brothers mine, that they have failed me, sold me, left me to rot, and I above them shall conquer their mind, body, and soul. But it's probably much nicer since Joseph's already being pretty cool about the whole thing and being sad that he's away from his family and brothers and things. And the man did as Joseph bade, and uh, the man brought the men to Joseph's house. And the men were afraid because they were brought into Joseph's house. And they said, Because of the money that was returned in our sacks for the first time we were brought in, that he may seek occasion against us and fall upon us and take us for bondmen and our asses. And they came near to the steward of Joseph's house, and they communed with him at the door of the house and said, Oh, sir, we came indeed down uh, at the first time to buy food. And it came to pass when we came to the inn that we opened our sacks, and behold, every man's money was in the mouth of his sack, our money in full weight, and we have brought it again in our hand. And another money we have brought down in our hands to buy food. We cannot tell who put our money in our sacks. And he said, Peace be with you, fear not. Your God and the God of your father hath given you treasure in your sacks. I had your money, and he brought Simeon out unto them. All right, all right, Simeon's okay. 
Um, and the man brought them in into Joseph's house and gave them water, and they washed their feet, and he gave their asses provender. <laughs> uh, I know it's a mule, uh, but it's funnier to be like, here, here, tip, yeah, just put it, put, put it in there. I'll wait. It's okay. Uh, and they made ready to present against Joseph. Uh, oh, and they made ready the present against Joseph came at noon. Uh, okay. For they heard that they should eat bread there. Oh, okay. Well, they, they, should we eat bread here? Is it here? Yeah, here? Here. Okay. Wait, well, is it good bread? What if, what if it's rye? That's bread, you fuck. Uh, and when uh, and when Joseph came home, they brought him the present which was in their hand into the house, and bowed themselves to him to the earth. And they asked him of their welfare, and said, Is your father well, the old man whom ye spake? Is he yet alive? And they answered, Thy servant our father is in good health. He is yet alive. And they bowed their heads and made obeisance. And he lifted up his eyes and saw his brother Benjamin, his mother's son, and said, Is this your younger brother, of whom ye spake unto me? And he said, God be gracious unto thee, my son. And Joseph made haste, for his bowels did yearn upon his brother. Ew. What? I I'm assuming his just insides were all, like, ripped up to, Yeah, I'm feeling all butterfly inside. Not like, I feel like I need to take a shit upon you. Uh, and he sought where to weep, and he entered into his chamber and wept there. And he washed his face and went out and framed himself and said, Set on bread. And they set on for him by himself and for them by themselves and for the Egyptians which did eat with him by themselves. Because the Egyptians might not eat bread with the Hebrews, for that is an abomination unto the Egyptians. Interesting. I guess that makes sense with what's-her-name being like, Come on, you be fuck me, please. I just want, just let me see it. And then going, oh, you're Hebrew. <laughs> that little bit of extra skin really matters. Um, makes sense, I guess. But now he's like the governor of Egypt, so there's got to be some sort of unrest going or some, some sort of uh, just not good feeling all around. I mean, if your entire, like, if it's totally known that it's an abomination to break bread with the Egyptians and Hebrews between the two of them, um, I can't imagine that that's going to be a good thing that's going to be carrying on, especially when people get word pretty quickly that this guy just got promoted because he told Pharaoh a dream and bam, a Hebrew is now above you. If this is the mindset and if this is the racism that is going to be going on, religionism, I'm not sure. Either way. If you're against these kind of people, which I consider racism, you're an anti-Semite, I guess. Is that right? Um, then, I, I mean, like, how is he holding this shit together, man? Good job, Joseph. Um, apparently they didn't write in the history books how you kept shit together. But apparently if you're hungry, you'll take food from whoever. Um, and they sat before him, the firstborn according to his birthright and the youngest according to his youth. And the men marveled one another. And he took and sent message, messes unto them from before him. But Benjamin's mess was five times so much as any of theirs. And they drank and were merry with him. So Benjamin's hungry, I'm guessing. I don't, I'm not really sure what the messes in here means. He took and sent messes unto them from before him. See, I'm going to assume mess tent on this. This might be a stupid thing. To be like, every, he sent messes, he sent plates, he sent food. 
um, unto them, unto his brothers from before him. Uh But Benjamin's mess was five times so as any of theirs. Benjamin's fucking hungry. He must be a little fat fucker. Or he's going through puberty and going like, I'm just devouring everything. And they drank and were merry with him. Good times. Man, okay, we're going to do another chapter. All right, chapter 44. And he commanded the steward of his house, saying, Fill the men's sacks with food, as much as they can carry, and put every man's money in his sack's mouth. Once again, uh, Joseph's doing a wonderful job of just, here's a bunch of food, here's a bunch of this, and keep your fucking money. And put my cup, the silver cup, in the sack's mouth of the youngest, and his corn money. And he did according to the word that Joseph had spoken. All right, what's so important about the silver cup? As soon as the morning was light, the men were sent away, and their asses, they and their asses. I'd assume they're attached. Again, I know, funny. (laughs) Ha ha ha, and their asses. Uh, And when they were gone out of the city and not yet far off, uh, Joseph said unto his steward, Up, follow after the men. And when thou dost overtake them, say unto them, Wherefore have ye rewarded evil for good? Uh-oh. 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 Wherefore have ye rewarded evil for good? Is not this... Is not this it in which my Lord drinketh, and whereby indeed he divineth? Ye have done evil in so doing. And he overtake... So he's making this plan to be like, Hey, motherfucker, I'm making sure you guys didn't steal anything. Oh, is that a silver cup? That's a silver motherfucking cup. That cup is... I know where that cup came from. You just talk to me. Everything's gonna work out. You steal from my lord, I will strike upon you with a thousand fucking angry sons. And it'll be great. So, we'll see what happens. Um... And he overtook them, and he spake unto them these same words. And they said unto him, Wherefore saith my lord these words? God forbid that thy servants should do according to this thing. Behold the money which we found in our sacks' mounts. We brought again unto thee out of the land of Canaan. How then should we steal out of thy lord's house silver or gold? With whomsoever of thy servants it be found, let him die. And we also will be my lord's bondmen. Uh Uh-oh. And he said, Now also, let it be according unto your words. He with whom it is found shall be my servant, and ye shall be blameless. Okay. Um, they're basically like, hey, well, we, we just came from here. He gave us this. And he's like, yeah, if you're lying, you sh- you'll be my bondman. You'll, you'll be my slave. But you'll be blameless for this whole thing if you serve me. Right? Is that what I'm picking up? Okay. They speedily took down every man his sack to the ground and opened every man his sack. And he searched and began at the eldest and left the youngest. And the cup was found in Benjamin's sack. Okay, if they're going through and being like, listen, you took silver and gold that was given to you. That's fine. Now, if I find anything else that is in there that is not silver or gold that you didn't come with, this will be bad shit. Um, And, of course, they're going to find the silver cup, right? So... Okay. Um, and they rent their clothes and laden every man his ass and returned to the city. Um, and Judah and his brethren came to Joseph's house, for he was not, he was yet there. And they fell before him on the ground. And Joseph said unto them, What deed is this that ye have done? What ye not that such a man as I can certainly divine? And Judah said, What shall we say unto my Lord? What shall we speak? Or how shall we clear ourselves? 
God hath found out the iniquity of thy servants. Behold, we are my Lord's servants, both we and he also with whom the cup is found. And he said, God forbid that I should do so, but the man in whose hand the cup is found, he shall be my servant. And as for you, get you up in peace unto your father. Hmm. And I'm not, I'm not really sure what Joseph's really trying to get at here. Like, what's his end goal? Get, like, another servant to help him out? He's a governor. Get Benjamin to be on there so that he actually has some sort of connection with his father. Um, make some connection. Make some otherworldly thing. Put these guys through the the renting and heart wailing of losing a, a brother who is actually pretty okay, who can eat five times the amount the other can. Pick the fat one. We want the fat one. Um, I don't know. I'm... Yeah, I'm waiting to see what happens. Um, so yeah, Benjamin being like, guess what? You're staying. The rest of you, since you didn't take anything, you may go. Ugh. Then Judah came on uh, near unto him and said, O oh, my Lord, let thy servant, I pray thee, speak a word of my Lord's ears, and let not thine anger burn against thy servant, for thou art even as Pharaoh. My Lord asked his servant, saying, Have ye a father or a brother? I said unto my Lord, We have a father, an old man, and a child of his old age, a little one, and his brother is dead, and he alone is left of his mother, and his father loveth him. And thou saidest unto thy servants, Bring him down unto me, that I may set mine eyes upon him. Also, we have one brother, yeah, Judah, who has like, I will bring Benjamin home, and he's like, Benjamin stays with me, and he's like, uh, Can we just, let's talk, let's talk, let's talk. Um... And thou saidest unto thy servants, Bring him down unto me, that I may set mine eyes upon him. And he said unto my lord, The lad cannot leave his father, for if he should leave his father, his father would die. And thou saidest unto thy servants, Except your younger brother come down with you, he shall see my face no more. And it came to pass, when he came upon unto thy servant my father, we told him the words of my lord. And our father said, Go again and buy us a little food. And he, we said, We cannot go down if our youngest brother be with us. When we go down, we may not see the man's face, except our youngest brother be with us. And thy servant, my father, said unto us, Ye know that my wife bare me two sons. And one went out of me and said, Surely he is torn in pieces, and I saw him not since. And if ye take this also from me, and mischief befall him, ye shall bring down my gray hairs with sorrow to the grave. Makes sense. Got it. We're just rehashing the thing. All right. Um, and just kind of bringing everybody right back around to the fold because confused people like me now know all of this fun stuff. Remember this and this and this from last chapter? Yeah, we're just re retelling it, man. We're bringing it back around. This is why this book is so fucking thick. Uh, from therefore, now th therefore, when I came to thy servant, my father, and the lad be not with us, lad be not with us, seeing that his life is bound up in the lad's life, it shall come to pass, when he seeth that the lad is not with us, that he, he will die. And thy servants shall bring down the gray hairs of thy servant, our father, with sorrow to the grave. For thy servant became surety for the lad unto my father, saying, If I bring him not unto thee, then I shall bear the blame to my father forever. Now, therefore, I pray thee, let my servant abide instead of the lad, uh, a bondman to my lord, and let the lad go up with his brethren. We don't want the, the you know, is, uh, Israel to die, slash Jacob. 
Um, for now shall I go up to my father, and the lad be not with me, lest peradventure I see the evil that shall come on my father. Hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting sort of thing. Tell you what, guys. This is your first fourfer. We're going to go a fourth of four of them, I think. Right? This is four? Yeah, whatever. Uh, chapter 45. We're going to rock this. Last chapter. And then we'll, we'll call it a day. Then Joseph could not refrain himself before all them that stood by him. And he cried, because every man to go out from me. Because every man to go out from me. And there stood no man with him, while Joseph made himself known unto his brethren. And he wept aloud, and the Egyptians and the house of Pharaoh heard. Wow, loud as fuck. And Joseph said unto his brethren, I am Joseph. Doth my father yet live? And his brethren could not answer him, for they were troubled at his presence. And Joseph said unto his brethren, Come near to me, I pray you. And they came near, and he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold to Egypt. You pieces of shit. You awful human beings. You things that crawl upon the earth. I loathe you entirely, but you're still my brothers. And while I am playing this fun little game, I simply cannot, with a heart full of sorrow, punish you even further. That was actually pretty good. Uh, that's not it. We're still on uh, verse 5 now. Uh, now therefore be not grieved, nor anger with yourselves, that ye sold me hither. For God did send me before you to preserve life. For these two years hath the famine been in the land, and yet there are five years, in the which there shall neither be earring or harvest. And God sent me before you to preserve you a posterity in the earth, and to save your lives by a great deliverance. So now it was not you that sent me hither, but God, and he hath made me a father to Pharaoh, and lord of all his house, and a ruler throughout the land of Egypt. I like Joseph. Haste ye, and go up to my father, and say unto him, Thus saith thy son Joseph, God hath made me lord of all Egypt. Come down unto me, tarry not, and thou shalt dwell in the land of Goshen. And thou shalt be near unto me, thou and thy children, and thy children's children, and thy flocks, and thy herds, and all that thou hast. And there will I nourish thee. For yet there are five years of famine, lest thou and thy household and all that thou hast come to poverty. And behold your eyes, see, and your eyes of my brother Benjamin, that it is my mouth that speakest, speaketh unto you. And ye shall tell my father of all my glory in Egypt, and of all that ye have seen. And ye shall haste and bring down my father hither. And it'll be great, and we'll have a great party, and you'll be nearer, and it'll be wonderful. Look at this nice big house. You want to live here? You can, but you're not. You're going to live in Goshen. Uh, and he fell upon his brother Benjamin's neck and wept, and Benjamin wept upon his neck. Aw. Brothers weeping upon brothers. And the fame thereof was heard in Pharaoh's house, saying, Joseph's brethren are come. And it pleased Pharaoh well and his servants. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, Say unto thy brethren, This do ye, laid your breasts, and go. Get you unto the land of Canaan, and take your father and your households, and come unto me, and I will give you the good of the land of Egypt, and you shall eat of the, f the fat of the land. Nice! Wonderful! This pharaoh's awesome! I imagine another pharaoh is going to come around and be a pain in the ass, but for now, this particular pharaoh's pretty awesome, right? Like, we're in a famine, but we're going to be good to you guys. Other kings and things, you know, they're fucking up wells and so on. Pharaoh's not that bad of a guy. 
least this one. I don't know. Um, good job, Farrell. Guys, go out there, have a good time. Joseph's been kicking a lot of ass here, and it's a wonderful time. Uh, where were we? Eat of the fat of the land, right? Now thou art commanded. This do ye, take you wagons out of the land of Egypt for your little ones and for your wives, and bring your father and come. Also regard not your stuff, for the good of all the land of Egypt is yours. And the children of Israel did so, and Joseph gave them wagons according to the commandments of Pharaoh, and gave them provisions for the way. Uh, to all of them he gave each man changes of raiment, but to Benjamin he gave three hundred pieces of silver and five changes of raiment. Nice! Fuck to the yeah, man! And to his father he sent after this manner, ten asses laden with the th good things of Egypt, and ten she-asses laden with corn and bread and meat for his father by the way. Why didn't you would, wouldn't, if they're going to be coming to Egypt anyway, why wouldn't you just leave it there for them? I guess this is to show, you know, look what you have. Also, the asses are yours. You can breed them now quite proficiently. Uh, so he sent his brethren away, and they departed. And he said unto them, See that ye fall not out by the way. Fall not out by the way. And they went up out of Egypt and came to the land of Canaan unto Jacob their father, and told him, saying, Joseph is yet alive, and he is governor over all the land of Egypt. And Jacob's heart fainted, and he believed them not. Oh, fuck. And they told him all the words of Joseph, which he had said unto them. And when he saw the wagons which Joseph had sent to carry him, the spirit of Jacob, his father, revived. Revived. Oh, because, you know, obviously, you know, you don't want to believe your own kids who sold Joseph. Probably not going to tell dad that whole bit of history about, yeah, how'd you end up in Egypt? I got lost in the woods. That's what happened. And Israel said, it is enough. Joseph, my son, is yet alive. I will go and see him before I die. Aw, nice. All right. This is fantastic. Okay, everything's working. Turning up Millhouse, man. This is good stuff. Wonderful things. All right. Rad. Cool. I'm happy. Are you guys happy? I'm pretty happy with these ones. This one ended pretty nicely. You know, sons came back through. There was a little bit of a trial and error sort of process. It all kind of worked out. Good and wonderful. Very happy. Very good. Much applause, everyone. This is why the Bible, I suppose, is good in many people's eyes. You have all these wonderful little stories of, like, this worked out, and everything's going, you know, moving up in the world. Promotions and, and happy days and getting by by the skin of your teeth and having faith, I suppose. I understand. Still would like some blood and gore and things, but I imagine we're going to get to that here in a hot second, and it'll be awesome. Um, let's see. So, now on to the ad parts. Uh, we have, if you feel the need to send me any sort of notes and things, because God knows that I already had some fun little notes in here of like, what the fuck is that? You can send me notes and ideas and thoughts and concerns and so on at accordingtostupid at gmail.com. Should be in our show notes. Uh, you can also uh, hit me up on the Twitter at, at according to at accord to stupid. Uh, let's see. We have the face place. We have a Patreon. If you feel like throwing some dollars our way, especially with this being the holiday season, why not? It's only a dollar. If you throw $12 our way in a year, oh my goodness, it's a dollar a month. That's like, uh, how many episodes have we got? We This is 19. This one's number 19. And we've been doing this for like three months. So like a dollar is like 15 cents an episode. 
That's worth it, right? This killed half an hour, and some of them killed an hour. I mean, you you can't pay people that much. I mean, the, the yeah, I mean, we're trying to do the fifteen dollar an hour thing. Fifteen cents. Whew, man, this is steel. Um, let's see what else we got. Oh, if you like listening to my voice, and I like listening to everything, uh, you can also hear me on Audible.com. Yes, you can. All those fun little ads are there. Uh, and I have done uh, over thirty-five some odd books, and I don't have many of my fun little dumb notes and thoughts and queries and what have you. I actually read them pretty straightforward. I'll put those also in the show notes. Just a search engine. Just search Jonathan Waters into Audible and bam, you're going to find all sorts of really cool things from fantasy to romance to whatever. I've, I've done quite a bit. Haven't done a Western yet, but I'm, uh, I'm hoping to get that thing done. Uh, in the not-too-distant future. But I got three books coming. Three books I'm currently working on uh, when I'm not talking into the... Uh, well, this is the same microphone. Not talking into this particular microphone to do the podcast. I got three other books on the way. Three other ones. And so far, they're pretty awesome, guys. I can't wait to tell you more about them. Okay, so that's about it from me. I think, uh, you know, rock on with your bad selves. Keep the faith. Do your own thing. Rock on. We're almost at the end of Genesis. We're going to have some fun co-hosting episodes here in the not-too-distant future with people I'm going to be talking to about Genesis and about their own faith and about their life and what they feel the Bible means to them, potentially. And then, hopefully, as uh, we start getting into more books, we're going to have more little guest co-hosty parts of uh, people I know. And uh, who knows? I might bring, like, a priest on here. I don't know. i got to go find another microphone. So... Thanks so much for listening, folks. It's a real pleasure, and I do enjoy doing this for you. Uh, and it's good fun. I'm having a great time. Are you? Let me know. Send me something out at accordingtostupid at gmail.com. Rock on. Toodaloo. Have a good day. Well, we can't forget about that wonderful guy who made the pieces of work that I separated this thing into, and I think I'm just going to do the sunny thing because, you know, I'm not really good at making jingles. So, the man who did this, I don't know his name, but I'm assuming it's Ben. Much like Benjamin in this, but I don't think he does five messes of things. Uh, he's at www.bensound.com. I put him in the show notes. I reference him in every single podcast at the very end of all of these. It's super rad, super fun. Uh, look at him. He's going to be doing some really cool stuff in the not-too-distant future. Be sure to check him out. If you're looking for great music, there's only one place to go, www.bensound.com. Remember, you need music, that's where you go. Music. The Music Man. Ben. Ben's the Music Man. Yeah.